This is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. All right, people, let's do this. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited. This is the last, this is literally the last show of 2020. Potentially my last show for quite a while because, Dr. Tart, you and I started this show three years ago. We started a radio show, then we turned it into radio and a YouTube show for the purpose of really my accountability of interviewing people every week so that I could write these books. I had seven books in me and now I have so much content. As you guys know, I have two internationally best-selling books, Ignite Happiness and Ignite Inner Spirit. We're now writing Ignite Possibilities. I'm writing Ignite Inclusion. We're writing the book, Our Journey, Our Dreams. The, the you know, We got so much happening, we can't stand ourselves. So I may or may not, may or may not continue this live show um, partially also because I'm paying for it. And I'm like, if I don't get sponsors, I don't think it's the best use of uh, funds. So <laughs> if you want to sponsor me, I'm just going to put it out there. Go to itsallbiggerthanme.com and go to GoFundMe, right? I had I had three or four people um, say to me just yesterday, have you did that sponsorship thing yet? I got a lot of skills. That's not one of them. So it's okay. Because what I love about life is how to, to live your best life is really about tapping into your inner spirit, doing what's right for you. And so for me, I woke up this morning and I was like, oh my God, this is this might be my last year. It just felt right. It just felt like maybe, and, and I was doing it for the purpose of changing the world, but I can change the world a thousand different ways. And so for some reason I woke up this morning and it just felt like, wow, this could be this could be my last show. I'm okay with that. So we'll figure it out. I'm, I'm gonna let the universe decide. If we get sponsorship dollars, I'll continue. If not, I won't and I'll just do it another way. So. That's part of what we're going to talk about today is this idea of inner spirit, total wellness, physical, mental, spiritual wellness. And I'm going to have each of you do your introductions again. We have a newbie who's just joined us today, who just joined us for the second hour. Kiana, I'm going to have you introduce yourself first. Give us your first and last name, where you're located, the name of your business. And then the question I'm going to ask you, which is the question I asked everyone else, and I'm going to have you guys answer the same question with a new thing. But in this idea of attaining total wellness in 2021, what is the one thing that you know, that you've learned today that you would go back and talk to your, I was asking everyone else to go back to the 25 year old self, but that may not be far enough back for you. (laughs) Exactly. So you get to go back and talk to your 16 year old self. Uh, What have you learned that you now are like, okay, or what, or what have you learned in your studies? Tell us who you are and what would you share with others around? How can they, as a psychotherapist, how can each of us live our best life, live total wellness, mental wellness in 2021? What's your tip of the tip of the day to start us out? 
Got you. So um, thank you for that wonderful intro. My name is Kiana Gandhi. I am a therapist. I am currently in Seattle, Washington. I was born and raised here, but currently work and have a business in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, the name of it is Headscarves and Healing. And really what it's about is trying to bridge um, cultural identity and then already healing that's accessible within us as Black people. Um, link those together and really heal so that future generations have less to heal from. That's the goal. Um, and so if I could go back to my 16-year-old self, I think the, the number one tip to towards wellness I would give is to center myself. And I think a lot of times I found myself kind of on the outskirts of my own life and other people were in the middle, whether it be a sport I was playing or a friend or a family member. And I was in my own life, but more so in the in the bleachers watching. And so I think for me now, I'm very much in the center and other things get to shift and move around me um, as I make my way towards, you know, a goal, dream or anything that's really in alignment with where I'm at right now. I love that. I love that. So we're going to focus today's conversation around, again, we, we had we had an hour already. We spent most of that conversation talking about physical health. We talked about wellness and uh, uh, releasing weight and the mentality, the mentality around that and how to find peace on that journey, but really uh, how to achieve any goal, what we can do to achieve any goal. And today we're going to talk about in this show, focusing on mental wellness, spiritual wellness, finding peace, loving relationships, kind of tilting a little bit. So when I ask each of you now to introduce yourself, I'm going to have you um, do the same thing. Tell us about total wellness. What would you do to find total wellness? And, and Johnny, I'm going to, I'm going to go to you next. Uh, introduce yourself, tell us who you are. And then what is that one piece of advice that you would share in the area of actually, it could be anything, because actually you weren't here to talk about our physical wellness uh, conversation. So anything as, as relates to total wellness, what would you share with, um, with the universe and your younger self? If you'd go back to yourself at 25, what would you, what would you wish you knew then that you know now? <laughs> well, for one, I wish I would have known all of you. Um, that would have been awesome. <laughs> um, and so thank you, Tracy. I am Johnny Reddick, uh, JL Consulting Solutions, and I do leadership consulting, um, you know, pretty much working with executives and organizations to build better leadership, right? But also through that resiliency, which is a long string of things. Uh, for me, I have a background in policing of 29 years, uh, retiring as an assistant chief, uh, which is less than 1% of law enforcement in our country. And so having that very unique lens along with the responsibility and accountability, um, you know, has its weight, shall we say, physically, emotionally, and spiritually on you as you go through that over 29 or 30 years. But what I would share with my younger self and 25 probably would have been a, a, a little bit too late. I, I would probably want to go back some was something that I recently wrote about in my memoir, which is about hiding myself. Um, I didn't want to be vulnerable enough to acknowledge some things for myself, but also carrying those insecurities and perceptions and some of the ways that I felt people saw me or maybe they didn't see me and they were all my perceptions, but a lot of them weren't growing up biracial. You deal with a lot of different things um, that you, you're challenged with and you have to move through. But I would share with my younger self to stand in who you are. Um, and that's hard to do when you're a young person and you don't have uh, much life experience, 
Maybe your home dynamic doesn't give you the security, the support. Maybe you haven't found your walk with God yet. Uh, maybe you're not surrounded by the right circle of people. But if you don't hide yourself, um, then you can allow yourself to be vulnerable, experience some things, and you can have growth that's more exponential than if you spend your life hiding yourself from yourself. Love that. Thank you so much. Hey, Lonnie, thank you for joining us. So I'm going to have you introduce yourself as well. Tell us who you are. Tell us about your business. And then the question I'm asking everyone is around this idea of total wellness in 2021. What is that one thing that you would share with yourself if you had to go back to the age of 25? What do you wish you knew then that you know now that could help others on their journey to achieve total wellness, either physical, mental or spiritual? Okay, sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Lonnie Brown, and I'm the founder of Entirely Eco. It's a certified organic home decor shop and interior design firm. Uh, I help people essentially detox their homes and uh, design um, their homes to, to match their styles, but doing it in an eco-friendly, sustainable way. And uh, I would, when thinking about total wellness and what I would go back and tell myself um, earlier in life is really to um, embrace a balance between grit and grace. I actually have a necklace that says grit and grace on it. And it's a reminder as a business owner. Um, and then even through college and school, I was always hustling, always like, you know, gritty, persevering through challenges, facing adversity, but just always hustling to get it done. And later on in life now, um, I am really embracing grace. And especially after having children, um, giving myself permission to have grace um, alongside the hustle to kind of balance myself out. I think as I go into 2021, that's what I'm going to continue to remind myself. And that's definitely what I would tell myself, my younger self, is to embrace the grit, but also grace. Um, because, you know, life is challenging. There's a lot going on in the world. And I think people just feel like they have to get it all done all the time. And we need to just give ourselves grace and be easy on ourselves so that we can actually make it and enjoy the moments and be present in the moments. I look at my little girls and like, I have a three and a half year old and it's just like, I blinked and she was like three and a half already. So I really am trying to take time to enjoy these, this moment by moment because tomorrow's not promised. And so I like to, like the saying says, live today like it's your last day. And so when I look back, it's like, I don't want to constantly remember myself just hustling all the time. I do want to remember myself practicing grace and being present for myself and for my family. Mm, I love that. I love that so much. That's actually a space that I have been so grateful. I don't think I even introduced myself, but I'm Tracy Harrell. I have 25 years in corporate America. I worked eight years at IBM, 14 years at Disney, five years at Microsoft. I'm an I entrepreneur now. I consider myself an equity and inclusion coach, a, a happiness coach, a leadership coach. And when I think about, um, you know, a spiritual coach, I started a ministry um, when I left Microsoft called It's All Bigger Than Me Ministry. And my goal was to do just this, to help people to live their best life. And I think I kind of stepped into my grace. I, I knew, you know, growing up, I wrote, I wrote about that in my, in the, in the book, Inner Spirit, 
actually wrote about how I first discovered my inner spirit and I learned about grace as a child. And so I feel like I kind of skated through life a little bit, honestly, because I learned about that early on. Like someone told me that I was the child of God. I was, someone told me that, you know, about grace and, 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 and I, and I just assumed I had it at all times. <laughs> so it kind of showed up for me, uh, you know, more than, more than I deserved. I can tell you that. So I do, I do love that. love that grit and grace. I love it. Um, Eric, I'm going to have you introduce yourself next. You are the furthest traveled of the group. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. Give us a, a another uh, tip that you would share with your younger self regarding achieving total wellness. Okay. Hi, guys. Uh, the newbies are on the call. So Eric Simpson, I'm a... Uh, <laughs> A weight loss coach and trainer, creator of the Coach Me Slim and Trim program. I work online with clients. Uh, background, armed forces, 25 years in the military. Uh, 25, 22 years in the military. Felt like 25. <laughs> 22 years in the military, um, working as a physical training instructor. And really, I guess the advice I'd give myself picking, you know, 25 years ago, picking up on what Johnny said, I think. And I said this earlier, I'm going to sort of really pick up on something that Johnny said, and that's finding a, a mentor, someone that you can allow yourself to be vulnerable with and actually step out and be yourself. I think that's something that would be massively valuable for me. I'm, I'm probably going back before I was 25, actually, because at 25, I was already a sergeant and I was, you know, looking after units full of 500 men and barking out the orders. So I would say around about the age of 19, really, would have been the time to have met a coach like Johnny and had that sort of advice. Oh, I love it, love it, love it. Mm. Dr. Irene, same question. Introduce yourself. Did we, oh, Harry, you're going to be last. Uh, and then Dr. Tart. So I'm going to go Dr. Irene. Dr. Jerry Burtart, then I'm going to go to Heyru. So Dr. Irene, same question. Introduce yourself, tell us who you are, and then what advice would you share with your younger self, the universe, uh, around achieving total wellness, mental, physical, or spiritual? Love to. Thank you so much for having me on your panels. I, I truly appreciate them. So I am Dr. Irene. I am a medical doctor and a doctor of chiropractic. And because of my own catastrophic burnout, I focus on helping others bounce back from adversity, burnout, and other chronic conditions so that they can shift from being victimized by their circumstances to becoming the hero of their life. And what I would tell, and I loved how Kiana said, I'll go back to 16. Yeah, because I think so many of us on this panel have had, you know, we started our journey early, which is why we're here, right? We're, we're not some holier than now. We're just like maybe a foot or two ahead in the trenches. And the, the one thing that I would go back and tell my younger self is that life doesn't have to be hard. Life does not have to be hard because i that's what I was programmed, right? You have to be perfect. Life, you have to slog through it. You have to be, you got to push through. And when you use, as Haru said in the last hour, your inner peace, and when you tap into your inner power, 
your inner source, your inner God, then it all of a sudden becomes way easier and, and you get the joy and the fulfillment of, of walking that journey and co-creating your own life. And it all starts with making that shift and deciding to take control of your life and become the hero of your life. I love it. Mm -mm -mm. I love it. Is her camera fuzzy just for me or does everyone else see that? It was fuzzy. So you, you're quite, quite pixelated. I'm not sure what the deal is because you didn't look that way before, but just FYI. Could be a broadband issue. Dr. Jerry Bird-Tart, how are you? I am well, thank you. And hello, Tracy and everybody here. <laughs> it's good to see everybody again because I've seen nearly everybody except Dr. Irene and uh, Hiru, did I say it correctly? And Eric, I had not met you all before today. But at any rate, it's great to be here again. Thank you very much. I am Jerry Bird-Tart. I'm a psychotherapist here in Orlando, Florida. I've been in um, private practice. My business is named after me, Jerry Bird Heart Mental Health EAP Services. My question, the question I was thinking as everybody was answering before me, and I like that, so thank you guys. Um, mm -hmm. I want to say that I think that I would say, not only to my 25-year-old self, I was just becoming a new mother then, but I would, would have wanted to, um, live as if it were no tomorrow. So that's one thing that I'd say, live as if there's no tomorrow. Laugh like nobody is listening. And I think it's, um, what's his name, Rucker. One of his songs says something like that. He says, dance as if there's no tomorrow, but laugh as if, I mean, laugh, uh, dance as if no one is listening. But I'm, I'm, I would say laugh as if no one was listening, but God and love, love like, like you, not only that you want to be loved, but love with everything within you and know that that's the answer. That, that's what I would do so that because it doesn't have a place for fear. It doesn't have the place as uh, Johnny, I appreciate what it is that you said in terms of hiding yourself. Uh, I think that as a kid, as a teenager coming from the South, that was one of the things that I had to try very hard to, to overcome, uh, to make myself present and, and visible and whatever. And, and that would be the one thing that I would, would, would uh, step into with boldness because it's by design. We uh, uh, we were created in God's image, and, and and I that's one that those were the things those are the things that I would like to tell not only my younger self but to live at this stage in my life. God has given me all of these years, so I want to play that forward. I love it, love it, love it. We're gonna come back to some of the amazing things you have, you all have said. I'm, I'm, I'm holding back all of the energy that I, all of the, 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 the um desire to want to comment on the things you're saying. So I'm going to get through introductions first and then we're going to come back. I'm taking the copious notes here. So we're going to promise we're going to come back. Uh, hey, Rue, darling, again, you're my centering calming force. Dr. Tart used to be my calming force. Now we both get equally as excited. So I, you know, Johnny helps to bring me some, some sanity. Hey, Rue is like, um, so hey, Rue, come on now, bring it. What can you share? Um, as it relates to total wellness, introduce yourself again, tell us who you are, and then what would you share with your younger self uh, into the universe around what we can do to achieve total wellness, mind, body, and spirit? Peace and blessing as a man. I am a health in the Seattle area. Um, if I could go back in time and talk to my younger person, I, um, I would share the fact that I am a divine being. I would tell my person that you're a divine being. Um, 
the majority of my mistakes, missteps, um, troubles and trials were related to the fact that I identified with my human nature, identified with my animalistic nature, my emotions, uh, my fears, my, my worries, my concerns, um, anger and things of that nature, um, rather than identifying with my divine nature. Um, and <clears throat> if we can align ourselves with our divine nature and understand what our divine nature is, um, we have a higher standard or a higher bar. There's never been a time that I, I sat in my vehicle, any one vehicle, um, I'm in a, I'm in a physical vehicle, but we tend to mistake ourselves for our physical vehicle rather than understanding that it is a physical vehicle and that it's here to be driven by our spiritual, um, in, in, um, image. And so I would, I would go back and tell my person to, to really understand and, and take time to a divine image, visualize what that looks like, um, make it, make it real, um, uh, imagine it, hear it, watch it, talk, um, view it script it out, write it down, and practice living as a divine being in every situation, every circumstance that I came into, and use that to make decisions in life going forward um, as far as who I hung out with, um, the career choices that I made, educational choices that I made, um, relationship choices, um, you know, and all of those things that were associated with choosing, choose like a divine being, live like a divine being in every situation. Don't you love it? <laughs> Every head is nodding. Again, I'm a Southern girl. We call that the amen corner. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I love it. So, hey, hey, Ru, you just said uh, we are in a physical vehicle being driven by our divine image. Tell, tell us a little Correct. bit more about that, because I, lo I love the idea of you saying we practice living as a divine being. So I mean, I think everyone kind of made some reference in, in the earlier hour around how important it is for us to be consistent, for us to visualize, for us to create, you know, space for these new actions that we want to create, right? We're going into 2020 and we're talking about total wellness in 2020. We couldn't begin to identify everything that everyone wants, but we can stay for any goal that you want. The idea of visualizing it and practicing it, the neuroscience of the brain says that's kind of how you get there. Would everyone agree? Right, there, there, there's some logic around that. So let's focus on that idea of total wellness. And then for the last 20 minutes, we're gonna go rapid fire through some topics. I'm gonna have each of you thinking about those those four or five things that, that are gonna be your best um, messages. And I, I wanna let you get them all out. So just get ready for that. But we're gonna talk about spiritual, spiritually, uh, intellectually, leveraging the neuroscience of the brain. Let's really focus on this idea of practice, no matter what the goal is. Achieving total wellness in 2020, 2021 is really going to be about visualizing, practicing, and creating that. So I'm going to have each of you kind of share your thoughts around that. Hey, Ru, uh, give us a little bit more details. I know you 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 talk a lot about visualization, uh, the, the the practice of um, I've done you know the, the the practice of making good choices, right? before you have to make those choices, see yourself enjoying vegetables and fruit and the like, and see yourself really having some negative reaction to the to the, to the Fritos and the Oreos, right? So you basically got to kind of program your brain not to enjoy the things that you don't want to have and, and, and see yourself making good choices, see yourself eating healthy and working out and those things. So tell us about the practice of that. Like what, what advice would you give to someone who's saying, I love what you're saying intellectually, what do I need to do next? Learn how to meditate um, is, is the first step. Uh, my motto for the for the company is to meditate and live truth. Um, so meditate what a scenario, a trigger situation, um, whatever the 
the uh, situation is. It could be around a relationship, an interaction with a coworker. It could be around food, um, alcohol or drugs or, or tobacco or anything of that nature. Um, what does it look like when you're in that, uh, about to make that, that shit you want to stop? Um, and then identifying what it looks like to choose otherwise, to, to get the ding it is, Apple or go for a walk, the cigarette, you know, to, to do the same, go for a walk or find something healthy to do. Instead of um, being angry with that person that, that's coming to your life, seeing yourself respond in peace, smiling, um, breathing, um, those types of things. Understanding what that principle is. Um, you know, it's we, we're moving beyond belief and into principles. What does it look like um, from a principled approach to respond in peace, um, knowing, you know, scientifically that it, it increases um, your, your, your intelligence. Um, it gives you you have better accidental faculties. It calms your blood pressure and lowers your your, your uh, heart rate and things like that. It doesn't allow a toxins to be released into your bloodstream. So those types of things, understanding that information. Um, and then also aligning that with your goals. So we take a goal in that meditation practice as well. And you know you have a life goal of, of wanting to travel with your family or wanting to create a business that, that really supports the community around you. Um, and, and, and so you, now you have the ability to ask for that goal to become manifest. Um, and, and, and then throughout the meditation practice, we've already practiced meditation multiple times in our lives. Whenever we daydream, whenever we think about a thing, whenever we envision, our, our breathing slows down. We begin to visualize the concept. Um, we get to daydream it and add um, structure to it. We want to wrap the joy around it. Meditation is is basically a, a a practical approach to that same thing. We take our time. We slow down our breathing to six or eight um, eight breaths per minute. We want to calm our brain. Um, and then we want to put those images that we talked about, the scenario, the truism, or the principle, um, our proper response, and our understanding around um, how to ask for a goal from God or from the Creator. Um, during that process, we want to calm our brain and, and to inject that understanding, that that meditation or that visualization. Um, that that gives us um, access to our prefrontal cortex where we can put these images into our minds. And when we step into those those models now, where we come into contact with that person that upsets us, typically we we've already seen ourselves being calm and peaceful with that person. So now, when that person presents themselves with calm and peaceful, we can even laugh at the situation. And um, we used this when I worked in um, the Department of Corrections for a decade. We taught this to inmates. Um, we used it and called it tactical verbal skills. We gave them options and outcomes and, and taught them how to manage their behavior. We found that uh, methodology to be 85% effective at decreasing the use of force inside the prison structure. Um, so this is scientifically based work that our ancestors, um, you know, African ancestors, have been doing for over 15,000 years. So we we have this hardwired in our nature like i said peace is our nature it's just really opening up those faculties and cultivating peace not trying to be peaceful for the moment but being peaceful at all times in every challenges and understanding that these challenges that come into contact with us really are opportunities for us to gain access to wisdom and spiritual power they're not here to make us angry upset out of control or anything of that nature mm, mm, mm. Dude, i love you i love all of you how amazing I almost forgot, Nathan. Do we have anyone on the phone? Do we still have any? Okay, I I think I okay, perfect. Um, so if you guys are watching and you want to get back on the phone, call back in. Um, and if anyone is listening, what's the number, Nathan? That they can call in and talk to our expert. You can call the show at four two five three seven three five five two seven or toll free one eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. All right. Total Wellness 2021. If you have any specific questions that we haven't answered, we are here. We are here. We cannot wait to hear. Kiana, I'm going to come back to you. 
this idea of, and I love everything Heru just said, right? Talking about the prefrontal cortex, he's talking about, right? We, we talked earlier, you weren't here in the first show, but we talked about this idea of when you're in the middle of some shenanigans, right? When you're in the heat of the moment, you really can't make wise decisions. You need to be planful, right? You need to plan out your, your, what you're going to do before something jumps off, right? Like uh, practice thinking about you know, a, a better outcome. So from a mental health perspective, you're young. And, and and the number one cause of death, I hate to throw this in as a downer, but the number one cause of death of young people is suicide, right? They don't feel connected. There's these mental, there's some things going on. So what would you share? It's it's an end of a crazy year for young people, mm-hmm. but going into a year of 2021 where, you know, hopefully maybe people are more hopeful, but I don't know. So what would you share from a mental health perspective with with young people around what they can do, how they can look forward to having the best 2021 of their life. Young people, old people, everyone, but let's be specific. You've talked to some young people who might be, maybe they've graduated from college or high school, or maybe they're you know, youthful and they were in some role that is no longer, they're unemployed, whatever, whatever it might be, but just having some mm-hmm. challenges. What advice would you share with young people uh, on what they can do from a mental health perspective to, 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 to um, stay positive and to, to, to look forward to living their best life in 2021? Yeah, that's a awesome question. Um, so I think first and foremost, when we're talking about suicide, um, is really just getting a grasp on kind of what that means and what are the pieces of the equation that lead someone to that answer, right? So uh, really the, the most basic way to put it is I have maybe this amount of a stressor, right? So maybe I have a stressor that's really up here and my perceived ability to deal with that stressor is down here. So I have all this stuff going on and not not saying I don't have any ability to deal with it, but I don't have enough resources or coping mechanisms to handle it on my own. And so then I'm feeling overwhelmed. Um, that's leading me to hopelessness and that's leading me to helplessness, right? And so when we can't find another solution, that a lot of times people come to the solution of, well, the best way to end it um, and the pain and the suffering is to end my life, right? It's like, we're going to we're gonna shut it all off. Um, and I, so, so I think one of those things is figuring out what are coping mechanisms that we have as our own resources. And sometimes it'll be things like, I can um, reach out to this person or I can get on Netflix and distract myself. But really, what are coping mechanisms that we already have that we need to tap into, right? So I think a, a, a huge indicator which plagues young people, but really anybody in any generation is this whole phenomenon of social media and this huge influx of information where as humans, our connection is mostly face-to-face. So that's how we're designed. And so when we're getting all these different connections from people around the world, we're getting them instantaneously and we're getting them in huge batches that we're not really wired to deal with that much interaction and we're talking about comparing ourselves to other people or getting some type of negative feedback or commentary from other people we're not really wired to handle that much of an influx of stimulation and so i think we're having all of this stimulation plus we're really depleted when it comes to coping mechanisms and there's an increase in um just how difficult life can be in the middle of a pandemic and we're talking economics we're talking education we're talking about the job market there's a list of things right so Really, if you're a young person right now getting ready to really build the foundation for your life, there are a lot of things um, that you're looking at that look like barriers um, that are going to be really hard to get through if you don't have the coping mechanisms that this this time in history might call for. 
um, on top of it being like a whole social up, a social and racial uprising. So there's a, a myriad of things. Um, so I think when you're looking at that and you have young people starting to come to therapy and saying, I want to either break a generational curse in my family or I want to for myself just feel more efficient. I want to be more focused. Um, you know, I really want to have higher self-efficacy or higher self-esteem is really looking at patterns because those are gonna be things that are gonna stem all the way back to our childhood. That can be patterns of relationship with another person. That can be a pattern of just like, oh, I wake up, I hit my alarm clock, I go to the bathroom, I take a shower, I get dressed, I go to work, I go to sleep, and I start it all over again. So we're all, we all have these mini cycles going on throughout our day for years and years of our life. And so for me, when I'm working with clients is really trying to figure out what are the interruptions that we can make in these cycles and these patterns? Just so not even to say that that's going to fix everything, but where can we try to weasel in some nuance, right? Some well-being, some wellness, some healing. What are, where are the areas? Um, and a lot of times people do are, are aware of like what I can do or where I'm falling short. It could be in diet, right? It could be in sleeping patterns. It could be in there's a specific person that triggers me a lot. So um, what I really try to look for are ways to insert wellness into what's already going on instead of people really thinking about, I have to scrap everything I've been doing and start all the way over. When that's really not true, that I think most people generally will choose something that's for their higher self. And so what I try to do is put those little pieces into play to get people to realize um, that you're not as far behind as you think you are, especially as a young person, that there's this thing like, oh, I should be way further along in my life at 25, at 30, at 35, when really it's a lot of minute um, tweaks to make. I mean, I think that people really need a mentor. Um, it can be a therapist or someone helping guide them through that because it can be overwhelming with all of the things um, going on today. Isn't she wonderful? <laughs> Every head is nodding again. Amen, Corda. We love you. And I'm, I always like to say, whenever we mention suicide, the, the, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. So we have therapists on the call. We're not providing therapy, but we have therapists on the call who are just sharing their insights, hopefully providing some wisdom. But if you are feeling some kind of way that you're feeling on the edge. There are 24 hours a day, seven days a week, a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. That is there for everyone, multiple languages. All righty. So can you guys believe we have less than 20, we have about 20 minutes left on this call. So we got to go rapid fire now. So I'm going to put you to the test. We're just going to, I'm going to ask, I'm going to put out a topic and I'm going to have you guys just lay out the fastest thing you can think of on the various topics. Are you ready? Yay. Okay. So Lonnie, I'm going to start with you since you're, you're smiling all big and everything. You, 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 your, your business is around uh, wellness in the home. Mm -hmm. So since we're all spending a lot of time at home, what can you tell us around, you know, that you recommend as it relates to wellness in the home, whether it's connecting with people, the physical environment, what, what are some of the quick things you can share fast as you can? Okay. Fast as I can. So really, really focus on your indoor air quality and your water. So um, indoor air, it could be as simple as opening your windows a couple times a week for like 15 minutes um, because you're letting in that polluted stale air that you have in your home that that comes from, you know, your furniture, the paint, dust, allergens, all kinds of stuff gets trapped in the air. So you got to open up your windows, turn on fans that you let that air out and let some fresh air in. Um, also plants, bring in plants, 
plants removed can remove toxins from the air. They can provide oxygen and give you energy and vitality. Um, I like snake plants in the bedroom because snake plants are nocturnal. Um, so they actually give all of its uh, like beneficial properties at the night in night times. So you can have one on your on your uh, nightstand. So bringing plants in your home can help your indoor air quality and then get your water checked. Um, you can just use a water filter to, for drinking water, but some people like to also bring in um, uh, water filters throughout the rest of their home. So when you're showering, it's really good for your skin and hair as well. So just be conscious of the um, indoor environment and, and the environmental toxins that could be coming into your home. It'll help you feel better. It'll help you sleep better and also will help build up your immune system. So those are my quick tips. Those are amazing. And you also help with decor. Like, like it matters, right? I mean, I have all my little, some fake plants in the back, some real plants, little snake plant over here, as you can yes, see. So yeah, I'm a garden girl. Oh my God, I have like lilies and all kinds of planting that I need to still do. So um, real quick, is there anything you would share with people about this idea of uh, their environment, making it look good and feel good to improve their wellness and how they feel, peace and yes. joy? Yes. So I like to do colors. So um, where you are um, spending your awake time, so it could be your living room. And if you have a home office, um, bright colors, um, whites and, and, and energizing colors like reds are good. I also have a lot of these little crystals that I like to just like natural elements that I like to just have around me because, you know, um, every crystal has different properties and different benefits. So I like to have those around um, in the rooms too. But in your sleeping environment, um, it's really important to not have energizing things in your bedroom. So you want to have muted colors, uh, subtle colors like grays and pastels and just very calming colors. If you work in your room, try to separate your work area, your desk, try to have some type of division there because you don't want where you're working, where you're energized to be in your bedroom where you're sleeping. That's going to not, that's going to um, not improve your sleep. It's going to actually make your sleep worse. Um, so I like to just have elements that are going to you know, bring that kind of energy that you want in the space based on colors or other other elements like stones, because that's going to really change up that vibe for that particular environment in that room. You are amazing. I love it. Does anyone have anything super duper quick that you want to share about physical environment before we go back to some of the things you guys shared earlier? Awesome. Good. So what I heard Kiana and Johnny say earlier during your 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 um, intros was, Kiana, you mentioned centering yourself and you said, don't be in the bleachers. Johnny, you said you hid yourself. You didn't want to be vulnerable. Dr. Tart, you even said something about, um, you know, making sure that you, you know, you, you had to make yourself present and visible. So let's talk about how, how important it is for us to make ourselves visible, to be present in the moment, to show up in our lives as active. Hey, Ru, you also talked about, you know, the idea of, you know, um, uh, you know, practice living as a divine being. So doing what we were put on this earth to do. Eric, giving yourself, finding a mentor, someone that's going to help you be vulnerable. Johnny, you also talked about being vulnerable. Irene, you you also talked about how how, how it was important to, to, to um, 
to, 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 to live, live your best life, right? It's, it's, it, life doesn't have to be hard. You mentioned the concept of grace. So I'm going to ask each of you in the last 15 minutes, can you believe you only have 15 minutes left? I'm going to ask each of you to tap into these concepts. Is there anything else that you would share about why it's so important for us to show up in our lives? Again, this is 2021. We got 15 minutes. I'm going to ask each of you to share your quick nuggets around. Again, you're advising people how to, how to put 2020. I, I had an amazing 2020. I really did. Two best, two internationally best-selling books. I tapped into my best, my best life. I mean, I realized that it was that I was put on this earth for a reason, and I and I and I slid into that like like with a home run every every day. I show up like it's my last day. Dr. Chart, you mentioned live like you know. I don't care what people think about me. I'm ridiculous on in about 50 different ways from Sunday, and I guess what. I love every minute of it. Like I show up, I show up full out every day, all day, as you guys can see. <laughs> show up. So I want to ask each of you to show up right now and tell us what advice would you share to people about showing up, showing up in their own lives and being the, being the hero of their own lives. Johnny, I'll start with you. I'm sorry, Johnny. Oh, okay. I will, I will go as quick as possible and then we'll uh, go to you, Dr. Tart. So, um, Tracy, what I would say um, around a lot of this is when we don't stand in who we are, and I love this reminder to ourselves of our divineness and our purpose, and we internalize that, is we, we affect our wellness and our health that way. And I know I've shared with you before, and I'll be really brief, and many people, um, even in, outside of my own family, don't know the health issues that I had over the last three or four years once I retired and right before I retired. And when I was talking with you and Eric, I shared that, you know, I had lost 80 pounds in the last probably four or five years. And as you celebrated that for me, I, I thank you. I also shared with you that I didn't have a choice. That weight loss was not my choice because of how I had gotten sick. And a lot of that had to do with the stress of the job and the work, but it also had to do with how it manifested inside my body because of um, how maybe I was not taking care of things, not standing on things, not addressing or finding good coaching and mentoring or feeling like I just had to take the weight on myself because of the responsibility I had in my position of leadership. Um, also from you know all the things I've talked about culminated over all these years. So I would tell people to be able to stop and recognize some of the signs for yourself when you begin to isolate yourself when you be you're you're stoic and not happy um you know maybe you're more moody than you are um getting along with people but to recognize things in yourself that change a lot of times fatigue is the worst enemy and my mother would always just tell me go take a nap so that's what i do because it changes our mind self but recognize your own health signals because if you're not good for yourself you absolutely cannot be good for anybody else. And I'm grateful to God that I'm able to sit here today because I was dying and it was not cancer, but there's so many other illnesses that kill us and they have to do with our overall wellness. So that's what I would share with people. Recognize your own signals and make sure to take care of yourself first and then you can help others. Mm, I love that. Love it, love it, love it. Woo! I love you guys. Okay, Dr. Tart, what were you going to share, my darling? I was again, going to, gotta... uh, Johnny, I celebrate you and for so many reasons, but I am so um, in agreement with what it is that you're saying in terms of taking care of yourself. In our industry, industry we call it uh, self-care. 
and we have to be mindful. I'm in the lives of people, different people every day, every day. And they're coming with, with, with kick butt issues. I, I choose to call them that. But if it is that I've not recognized what's going on in my own world and in my own life, um, then I'm not going to be effective with them. And my mom t used to tell us that um, early on in our lives, if we can't take care of ourselves, then we aren't gonna be any, in any way taking care, able to take care of anyone else. So my, 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 um, one of the things that I, I, I have bought into uh, in all of these years of therapy is that after so many days, I have to take a um, wusa moment, right? And that looks like daughters mean to either go to a body of water someplace or just to literally shut down. I don't answer my phone. I'll get back to the people when they call. I don't, I don't want to engage uh, on social, social media or anything, but you've got to know how to re-energize yourself. But one of the things that I meant when I said show up and, and, and speak up and, and not be uh, invisible is to use your voice. I think that God was very deliberate and purposeful when he said in 139 that we are uh, Psalms 139 that we are wonderfully and fearfully made than we are. And we have to believe that. So we have to check uh, ourselves in terms of what it is that we do believe and if we're going to put energy into that thing. And I'm about visual aids. I really am. And uh, um, that that uh, um, being able to um, uh, what is it uh, meditate or whatever it's difficult difficult for me sometimes to do that unless I have some kind of guide and having a visual aid can help me to meditate more effectively so I can see the benefits of that benefit of that but to also recognize that we've got so much to give uh, on the the clock is still ticking. It's still ro time is still rolling, and it doesn't matter if we are, you know, my five-year-old grandson or a seventy-year-old grandmother. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. But we're still here. God has given us some work to do, so we have to take onus of that and get up and do it. Okay, but we have to pace ourselves. There you go. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Eric Simpson, what would you share with people around finding their personal best health? Okay, so finding their personal best health. I mean, I've listened to some absolutely fantastic stuff this evening. And I would say, have your goal. We spoke about that at length, so I'm not going to go into that right now. But get the basics in place. So what are the basics? Sleeping, water, do a bit of meditation, do some exercise, have some gratitude, be mindful, and have someone to work with you as a mentor just to keep you on the straight and narrow, someone that you actually feel comfortable being vulnerable with. And if you can do all the basic stuff and do that consistently, everything else would just build on top of that, no problems at all. But if you get the basics, if you're not doing the basics, it's like trying to build a building uh, on sand. The first time you get a big wave come in, doesn't matter how nice the building looks, it's just gonna get washed away. So get your basics in place to support the goal and have that coach or mentor that you can be vulnerable with, that you trust, that can help to keep you on course and keep you moving towards that goal and beyond because you, you can outgrow your coaches as well and your mentors. I love that. I love that. Get the basics in place, being consistent. Love mm -hmm. it, love it, love it. Um, uh, Dr. Irene, I'm going to come to you real quick. What can you share? Uh, you, you started a business called The Burnout. You're the burnout coach, right? So tell us real quick in the fastest way you possibly can 
what advice would you share with someone on how not to burn out in 2021? How to just, how to be proactively focused in 2021 and, and whatever you want to share, whatever, whatever you want to end with. Um, oh, all right. So the one thing that I have learned from my own personal experience and people always say, so what sets you apart? Like, you know, what's your expertise? And I always say, honestly, it's my personal experience that I almost, I crashed and burned and I almost killed myself and my young sons because of it. And it was physical burnout. In other words, I was doing things the hard way. And for years, I, after that, I, I preached that Superwoman's just a comic character and you need balance in your life. And, and it's true. It's true I love that. about needing the balance. And then I realized that you actually can be the superhero of your own life because stress energy, it's like the force. My, my sons have me watching Star Wars, Mandalorian. I love Baby Yoda. And it, it's all about how you use the force, right? Your stress energy, that high octane energy can give you that superhuman strength that a 98 pound mother can lift a 3000 pound car off her child if they're pinned under there, but you couldn't pay her a million dollars and have her do it. Like just using, okay, I want to do this now. No, that's, we need that. And it's how we use it or allow it to abuse us. That really, really truly makes a difference. And, and this last year has taught us, Tracy, you mentioned that, that you had a phenomenal year, right? We have a choice and it's a decision we need to make where we can either be victimized by life, in other words, COVID crisis, or we can choose to become the superhuman of hero of our life and, and, and look at life as, as opportunity. We make our own heaven or hell here on earth and it starts with our mindset and the decision, the decision on that we are going to use every single experience that we have, and we don't have to enjoy it, but it can become our greatest teachers and it hones our mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic character. We need it, in fact, just like going to the gym, Eric will say, you can't build muscle without you know, you having resistance to push against and to lean into, and we need adversity to help us hone our mental, emotional, energetic, spiritual character. Mm, love it. Every head is nodding. You got an amen corner on that one. Dr. Irene, Dr. Um, not Dr. Lonnie Brown, what, what are your thoughts? What would you share as your final words of wisdom in life in general? You're a mom, you're a wife. I'm sure you, you work, do you work from home? I do. Yep. I work from home. So just in general, what would you share in general around wellness? mental health, physical health, relationships, children, anything you want to share? Um, yes. And um, Eric touched upon this briefly, but I, I start every morning practicing gratitude. Um, this is the, practicing gratitude and moving my body are the two things that I, that I start my mornings um, doing. And it really sets the tone for my entire day. And I'm, I'm having my little three and a half year old also right now practicing gratitude. We wake up and we say what we're thankful for. Um, and I think this is just a great practice. Um, they say that there's something like cognitive. I don't, I don't know all the science behind it, but it's something cognitive with the brain that when you express your gratitude like this and you start your mornings like this, um, it, it really just 
anything can come at you during the day and you're going to approach that and and ha and receive that thing that's coming to you in a different way when you've started your day with gratitude. So um, that is something that I want to continue in 2021. And like I said, I'm, I'm having my girl, my, my little girl do the same. Thank you. I love it, love it, love it. I'm going to start physical movement. I feel like I got the food thing under control, but I'm going to definitely start physical movement in 2021. So thank you for that. Miss Kiana, we got three minutes left. So you get a minute and a half. <laughs> what can you share as anything you want to share? Any, any, anything that you know is going to help others who are listening and watching to, to live their best life in 2021, to, to accomplish total wellness, mental, physical, spiritual. Yeah. Um, this might not sound too clinical, but it's been something that I've been really trying to keep at the top of my, like in the forefront of my brain is just to not take myself too seriously. So take situations, experiences, opportunities seriously, but to not take myself too seriously. And I love how um, Peru put it of like, I'm a vehicle, right? And I think a lot of times, a lot of our attention can go to the vehicle and not in, like as the vessel and not really who and how we are like, deeply and truly. So just not take yourself too seriously. And I know that might sound really lighthearted and that's because it is. Um, and I, I use that to ground myself and I might be getting overwhelmed or anxious or hurried. And I'm like, if it doesn't get done, it's not the end of the world. Like I'm just, you know, like I'm gonna go with the flow. So do not take anything too seriously. I love that. I love that. I think there's some divinity in that as well, right? Like we know that there's some higher power. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know what's going to happen tomorrow. I, it's still my best year. I don't know where my bills are going to get paid, but guess what? It's all good, <laughs> right? I know that I know that I have, you know, some divine clarity, some divine purpose, and I'm walking in that every day. So I love that. Hey, Rue, what would you share with us as any final words of wisdom regarding achieving our total wellness, physical, mental, or spiritual? Well, I agree with um, the majority of everything that was said previously. Um, control your inputs, eat to live, exercise, uh, get sleep, the plants and things of that nature. Um, not taking yourself too seriously, learning to laugh at situations. Um, one thing I would add to that is learn how to breathe. Um, most of our, as, as the body goes, or as the breath goes, the body goes. Most of our breathing when we're in stressful situations, we're breathing from the chest area. Learn how to breathe from your belly. There's a great method out there. You can Google it. Butchenko method is B-U-T-E-Y-K-O. Again, that's B-U-T-E-Y-K-O. Google that. Um, learn how to breathe from your belly, to slow down your breathing, to control that breath, um, to really center yourself in the moment um, so that you can think clearly in those situations of challenge um, and to promote calm and peace throughout the entire day. Um, so I wake up with that glass of water and that gratitude and that meditation and a breathing exercise each day. So let's um, learn how to breathe. Wow, what an amazing show. This is Tracy Harrell. And what I'd like to end with is the fact that this is an invitation to each of you. Again, I am so blessed. We were able to write in book number one, Ignite Happiness, which became an international bestseller. Book number two, Ignite Your Inner Spirit, which also just became an international bestseller. And we're writing two other books that are compilation books, books that we're inviting you to be a part of. One is called Ignite Possibilities, and the other is called Ignite Inclusion. We're doing some amazing work around equity and inclusion, and we're inviting you to be a part of this journey. We're also writing a couple of other books around relationships and our inner spirit and happiness and joy. So we're pulling those things together. But Ignite Possibilities and Ignite Inclusion, those are books that you can be a part of. Equity and inclusion is my passion. 
And so I also invite you to join us with an initiative called the Bigger Than Me Success Series. This is Tracy Harrell. It's bigger than me, but together it's not bigger than us. We got this. Thanks. (laughs) 